Hey, welcome to Mindful Mostly. I'm Andrew Collins, and I'm pretty into mindful living. I mean, mostly. I strive to live my healthiest, most mindfully motivated life, but I'm not perfect at it. This podcast is one of the most important tools for creating change in your life. It drops every Monday and provides you with the motivation and clarity for the week that you need. And it's brief, so you can listen and feel empowered in not that much time. Each week, you'll get words of wisdom, your soul nugget shout out, a talk with an expert where they give you the goods, and a weekly challenge. That's your Mindful Mostly mission of the week, all wrapped up in one little nice podcast package. It's a wellness show, but an honest one. No judgment here, sister. So a couple great things are new with me. I think I told you guys last episode that we bought a house, so we're officially broke grown-ups now. And then Steve and I got engaged. Yay! Honestly, two years ago, I was in such a different place. I had ended this relationship that, of course, looking back was terrible for me. I lived in a place that wasn't really where I needed to be, and I was feeling a little unfulfilled creatively. I did a lot of soul searching then. I feel like I had a breakthrough, but of course a breakdown to have a breakthrough. And I really focused on manifesting the life that I wanted. Fast forward to now, and I really feel like so much of that has come true. This place we're moving into, I mean, it's in a lot of ways everything I've dreamed of. And I'm going to marry the man that I am telling you I journaled about before I had even met him. It's incredible. So you got to manifest that shit. You know what I mean? It's for real. So, okay, anyway, that aside, how did it go down? Well... We were out, and then boys to men walked in, and they started singing, and then Steve stepped in, and he sang the solo of the song on Bended Knee. That didn't happen. It actually involved our couch and pizza and some wine and Sophie, our dog, staring at us for some of that pizza. It was perfect because <laughs> it was us. Running into some interesting uh, issues with the ring, though, I want to talk about. So I'm really not into, like, big diamond rings. It's just not my vibe. And I don't like the comparison game that happens with diamond rings. I feel like it's become the opposite of what a union should really be about. But I digress. So I got this, like, great little gold band that I'm obsessed with. Super simple. It's so funny because so many people keep going, oh, my God, you're engaged. Show me the ring. And then I show them. And if they don't really know me and know that this is my vibe, they're kind of like, oh, it's wow. It's so it's so it's so subtle. <laughs> it's like it's OK. It's it's OK. Yes, we can afford to eat. Yes, it's what I wanted. No, Steve didn't lose his job. Anyway, marriage, you know. So today's show is a good one. We've got 
Robin Euclid on the show. You might recognize that name because she's been all over the place. Today Show, People Magazine, Real Simple. She's all over. She's the author of Go With Your Gut, which was this like huge number one seller. And then she's now coming out with her new book, which is called Thin From Within. The go with your gut way to lose weight. She's going to tell us uh, how to know if your emotions are holding you back from from weight loss. How to change your life in one minute a day. Your food freedom checklist. She'll go through that. She'll tell us if we really need probiotics, how to tackle emotional eating. It's great. What to eat for weight loss. That is all coming up. But first, it's your soul nugget shout out. This one comes from Spiritual Soul. The universe does this thing where it aligns you with people, things, and situations that match your vibration. The higher you're vibrating, the more you will attract things that are beneficial to your well-being. It's true. Get that vibe on. And this one that's so great. Self-love is the greatest middle finger of all time. She is sort of a big deal. She is the author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Go With Your Gut. And now she's got a new book, Thin From Within, the go with your gut way to lose weight. Yes, please. What's up, Robin? Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to connect and talk about this topic that I'm very, very, very passionate about. Yeah, so me too, because I feel like the gut is all the rage now, but for good reason, because when your gut feels shitty, you feel shitty. And uh, first, I want to know, though, you live between New York and L.A. with your husband and baby. How do you do that? A lot of flights. Oh, my God. No kidding. My daughter's been on nearly 30 flights and she's going to be two soon. So, (laughs) oh my God, I know we're just movers and shakers and we just take her along for the ride. But we used to live in Los Angeles and then we missed it. And so um, when we moved back to New York, he, my husband works for himself, has his own business. I work for myself. I have my own business. And so we have that freedom. And I remember at some point I was like, I miss LA. Can we figure out a way? And we did. And so we actually just apartment swap. We have a couple of people that we switch off with that they take our place and we take their place and their car. Um, and the what? dog. No, just kidding about the dog. It's great. <laughs> and we switched. Oh, my God. How did you work out such a good plan? That's amazing. Emails. Just reach out. Facebook, you know, we're wow. just doing this. Anybody out there, people jump at the opportunity. So and especially great. with Los Angeles, a lot of people work for themselves. A lot of writers have that flexibility and would love to, you know, put a, a toe in the pool of New York, but don't necessarily want to, you know, winter bundle up to live there. So it's perfect. So you're living proof that you can literally live in two cities and have a kid and be successful. Good for you. Because I feel like there's a lot of people that would be like, how the hell am I going to do this? No, I can't live in two places, but you can. And then on top of that, you have this amazing book coming out. You've already accomplished so much. Now, a big emphasis of this book that's coming out is thin from within. What is your take on that? And how do we make this happen? I'm so glad you asked me that because I find that the wellness conversation has gained a lot of steam, right? It's Whole Foods. It's popular. We're all trying to live our best lives. Well, not all of us, but this is def- you know, definitely something that there's some energy around, which is great. But I found in that conversation, a lot of people have backed off or started to shy away from 
you know, wanting to lose weight and feeling some shame around that. Like if I'm someone who meditates and goes to yoga or tries to, or at least that happens, you know, sometimes, um, you know, I should be happy with my body, this idea of self love. And if you're not, what, what do I do? Where do I go? So how can we have that conversation around loving your body exactly as it is, but also having a plan that's really reasonable and a guide that helps you tune into your you your body what you need in a way that feels very now and so when i settled on that idea and that title thin from within it's really what's inside of you it's what's in your heart and it's more about emotional weight loss that we want to let go of the the emotions that weigh us down things in our life that just aren't in alignment rather than the physical weight there's that too and that's often a result of our lives you know getting amped up and when things are moving shaking feeling good but it's not the the goal but it's all still the same conversation and it's all okay Right. Because once you do the soul work, the body responds to the soul work. Cause, because one of your big things, and it's something we hear more and more about, is that the body and the soul really work in tandem. So if one is off, then it's all sort of not working together. Totally. And we often don't know what to do with that information, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, well, I'm unhappy in my career or my relationship is not feeling good lately. How do I handle that? And so I give very um, practical tools on how to work through that, but also connecting to that emotional part of us because we are emotional beings and just letting your feelings be validated, validate, you know, that you want things to be different and you're, you're, you're working towards that. So how do we know if it's our emotions that are holding us back from say our weight loss goals? So often I, I like to have my clients take a hand, put it over your lower belly. And first off, just let your belly out and just let that go and notice if you've been holding it in, mm-hmm. which often we have been, right? We spend so much of our time kind of tensed up and putting a lot of pressure on that area. And that's a lot of times too, why we're not going number two, perhaps. So uh, taking a hand, taking some deep breaths into your belly, letting that go not acknowledging any feelings that might be coming up for you. Maybe you're saying, oh, I feel a belly there and I I wish I don't. And just noticing those thoughts. Okay, that's okay. I, I wish that this was different. That's okay. I'm working towards it. And then understanding where that that unhappiness might come from or that lack of joy. When you take a breath into that part of you, think about something in your life that you're unsure about and continue with that deep breathing and relaxing and seeing if you're hearing any any thoughts, any messages come through. So maybe it's, yeah, you really know that you need to ask for a raise or this isn't the career you want to be in. How can you take some steps? Or you heard your friend talking about this passion of hers and you want to take a course in that. It's, it's when we just take a moment to let our bodies breathe, let them relax, and then we can hear those messages that are coming through. And then of course, right, getting some support around listening to those messages that we're getting from ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and sometimes you're just so busy that you don't pause and really identify what it is that you want. Like weeks can go by and you haven't really had a conversation with yourself. 
Mm, and I'm all about that. And as a busy mom and entrepreneur, I totally get, you know, the run of the day. Our days can feel like they're completely running away from us. And that is something that I work on daily. And so, for example, I have in the book a practice of just a one one minute morning routine. I call it the, the uh, your morning minutes even. So just finding just one minute. Um, I'm a big fan of telling people just, you know, hang out in the bathroom a little bit longer than you're planning to <laughs> or sit in your car. You know, you get to the office, maybe you're five minutes late what's another minute going to be so sit in your car and just same thing we just did you can be as simple as that or listen to a song that inspires you or write a a, just two sentences in a journal find that minute which again could be in your morning but if it's later in the day that's okay too where you just get quiet and you that you don't shy away from that and to me that feeling of connection can be all the difference between being happy in our bodies that are our homes or unhappy. Well, one part of the book that I found particularly interesting was talking about taking a good poop. And I thought that it was really interesting how you connected those deep breaths that you were just talking about and those mental pauses with maybe actually getting your system moving a bit. Absolutely. It's all connected. Come on, you guys know how great you feel after a good poop, right? It's like the best. (laughs) Nothing like it. So yeah, so there is that deeper connection of connecting to self, leaving ourselves time to go number two in the morning, right? So you may need to remember like, okay, it takes me 20 minutes to shower and maybe 10 to do this and whatever it is. Um, Add in another five to 10 minutes to go number two, like mentally schedule it for yourself because Mm. not only do you feel a lot better, but it means that your body is functioning um, much more optimally. You're processing that waste that it no longer leaves needs those toxins are flowing through you um, and you're really allowing your digestive system to do its job that it, it wants to do for you you know your body's on your side <laughs> for sure you know what's really weird though like I look at um, my poop cycle compared to my partners and we live together we eat most of our meals together we're consuming the same things but he is like so regular it's annoying so why is it that we can have the same things going in and into our bodies but not the same schedule of it coming out so first off we are all completely different so his rate of digestion and how his body processes those nutrients those vitamins absorbs them it can it probably is and can be completely different from yours from your girlfriend mom whoever so we are all very very different but one thing i do want to address here is again most most men i'm gonna just stereotype here aren't sucking it in hmm. they aren't tightening up down there they're they're relaxed in that department. It's a little bit around food, the same around food, right? They don't think about what they're eating. They just go and get what sounds good to them in that moment. That could be a positive thing, or maybe they need some, you know, health upgrades there. But generally, it's not as much of a thing. And wherever we sort of make a thing around, we we can focus a lot on that negativity. So even that story, which while it's valid, right? I'm here to validate you. It's very valid that, you know, you're not going as regularly as he may be. It's still a story that you're telling yourself. So the first step in that is saying, oh, I see that there's a story I'm telling myself here. I would like for that to be different. So starting to tell yourself, I am someone who poops with ease. I am someone who goes regularly. It's easy for me in the morning to have a nice BM. I have the time for it. I have the space for it. And even though that that's not, may not be the case right now, you can still be your own cheerleader. And yes, if you're giggling, hearing me be your poop cheerleader, I'm okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea my bowels had issues. I thought just I had issues. Now it's actually my, (laughs) they have a mind of their own. That's good advice though. And it's true. Guys don't probably walk around sucking it in like we are. That's really a good point. Now, um, on the topic of 
mindfulness. Uh, mindful eating. I mean, it's such a big thing that now we're all in front of the TV or our computers or our phones while we're eating. And I know that I always overeat. I, In fact, I don't feel like I'm satisfied until I have that sort of pain in my stomach, which I know isn't good. So what is your advice when it comes to mindfully consuming? So mindful eating is a, a phrase that we're hearing a lot of, right? Something we want to be doing more of. We want to get off of social media. We want to you know, turn off the TV and pay attention to our food. And I find that in my coaching practice and my programs and my community on Instagram, when we just tell ourselves to do more of a theory, it doesn't quite work, right? Be more mindful. I should do this. How often does that work, right? Typically it doesn't. And so what I like to shift our thinking to is what is a practice, a practice, notice I use that word, that we can focus on instead. So first up in my book, I give the one, two, three food freedom tool. So step one, and I'll briefly take you through it, is to look, look at what you're about to eat. So TV may still be on, that's okay, but have you looked at your plate? Have you looked at gorgeous colors, things that you notice? Is it something you made? Did you, you know, shoot for the healthier option? Did you ask for that side of steamed greens? You know, did you pile up broccoli, all those good things? You know, look at your food, just take a second to take it in. And that also starts the digestive process. So that is, you know, you're, you start to salivate over what you're about to eat. That's a good thing because the, di the, the saliva in your mouth breaks down the proteins, enzymes in the food that you're eating. So we want to start that process. So that, that's step one, look. And that even works for eating an apple or a protein bar. Look at your food. Step two breathe. We just did that before. So same kind of thing. Take a nice breath helps bring you into the present moment. So again, here, instead of saying I should be more present rather than having that conversation in your head, you just focus on your breath and that, that does it for you. That's the action that brings you into that, that, that shift. And step three, which is my absolute favorite. And I kind of think of myself as the queen of is chew, chew your food, as far as you can get it, ideally completely to liquid before you swallow it. That's how we were designed to eat. That's how our bodies like it. I know that that can be a challenge and wild for a lot of people, but it's free. You can do it anywhere and it, it, it is life-changing. Mm-hmm. What are, what are your, what's your take on fasting? We're hearing a lot about intermittent fasting lately and how good it is for digestion. What do you think? I think it, 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 there is a lot of science behind it. Science kind of turns me on and gets me really excited. And while the science is there and there are definite benefits for your digestion, your digestion system, first off, everybody's different, so it doesn't work for everyone, but there is benefits there. However, I'm speaking more to likely a gal who wants to clear up some issues around emotional eating. So when I'm saying that, I mean overeating at meal times, kind of mindlessly eating, a lot of grazing, um, looking in the in the kitchen cabinets at night for a feeling, right? To wanting to feel fulfilled and maybe not sitting down with their feelings and journaling about them, right? Looking to food as an outside source of fulfillment. And so if that's the community that I'm speaking to and that I'm here um, most passionately to support, telling them to participate in intermittent fasting is likely not going to be very beneficial for their mindset aspect of it. So it's much better for my gal to eat their food, have their three meals a day, have their snacks when they need them, get their blood sugar balanced, their meals consistent and on point. And then when you the grazing starts to go away, the overeating starts to go away, then you can play around with something like intermittent fasting. Right. Does that make sense? Deal with the real issue at hand. 
before you get into something, I don't want to say gimmicky, but before you just adopt a new plan, deal with what's actually affecting you on a day-to-day basis. Um, Now, what's your take on probiotics? Like, do I need to take one every day or can I just eat certain foods that are going to do that for me? So short answer is yes. (laughs) Probiotics are amazing. Your body loves them. Your body needs them. There's definitely a little bit of, uh, I can give you some nerdy nutrition info around that, that I think is helpful. So first off, your body likes probiotics, different probiotics from different sources in different ways. So while taking a probiotic pill supplement can be some great insurance and we all could use one, you definitely want to be getting some of your probiotics from your foods. And when I say that, I don't necessarily mean yogurt. I mean raw, fermented, unpasteurized sauerkraut, vegetables, drinks like kombucha, kvass is another one that's spelled K-V-A-S-S. You can see it in some health food stores, but really just that raw, fermented, unpasteurized sauerkraut, not the stuff you get on a hot dog at a game or something like that. (laughs) You're going to get it at a local health food store or you can make it yourself. And that is going to be rich in probiotics and help your your body get that good gut bacteria and help you digest your food. Um, It supports your immune system and really supports weight loss. So getting a little bit of that sauerkraut with lunch, dinner, breakfast, if that works for you, and you just need a couple spoonfuls. And then also taking something like a probiotic supplement, um, ideally at night is actually a really good time to take it because your system, again, coming back to that breathing we did in the beginning is more relaxed at night. So it's easier for your body to digest and absorb those, those good gut bacteria. I made uh, kimchi a few months ago, um, and I was too scared to eat it after a while, which I just the idea of, like, I think I I left it out on the counter for a while, quite a while, and then I just kind of put it in the fridge, and then it just kind of scared me every time I opened it up. So I didn't go for it, but I'm sure you have a recipe. I, I do, and first off, I'm very proud of you for just making it. I'm inspired, <laughs> and, and I have been there too. I have made some ferments before where I was scared of, and in all my research, and now my many years since then, I've realized if it tastes good, it's good. Okay. So take a little bit off the top, uh, smell it underneath, take a little taste. If it tastes like that wonderful zippy, zangy, tangy flavor, it's it's good. So you don't have to be scared of it. And then anybody, feel free, Instagram, at me, hashtag with the book, Thin From Within, and I will look at your your personal uh, fermentation experiment and give you my, my two cents. No way. Awesome. Okay, you've re-inspired me because like it's so expensive to go out and buy things like bone broth and kimchi when you know the price of like a cabbage is a dollar and you could probably do it yourself. It's just a little scary at times, right? Totally. And everybody needs support. So my online community, I've got you. Don't worry. And I've had many, many ferments fail in the beginning. I had things I had to throw out. I used containers that were too large and it's a learning process. Just think of it like a fun science experiment and pick one thing, right? So I love that you mentioned bone broth. Just say, okay, this weekend, my one big thing that I get done is going to be to make a pot of bone broth. And when you do it once, you're going to be like, not that big of a deal. And then you can make it again and again. And then you can add another thing in your arsenal, like making sauerkraut. I like this. I feel like you're making it sound simple and that's a really big part of it. Um, Thin from within, the go with your gut to lose weight. You've been hearing Robin Eucalyptus. Thank you so much, Robin. Thank you for having me. This was super fun. It's time for the mindful, mostly mission of the week. And this week we're getting in the kitchen, ladies. We're making sauerkraut. 
or kimchi or kombucha, whatever you feel daring enough to try. But I can tell you that sauerkraut is the easiest one. You basically only need cabbage, water, salt, something big to let it like chill out in and get all nasty in, which is the good nasty, and then some mason jars to put it in. And then, hey, you can hit up our dear friend Robin Euclid and be like, hey, girl, am I doing this right? She said she'd get back to you. I'm not going to go throwing recipes at you because that's just like a long and boring thing to talk about, but there's a thousand of them online. Also, if you would like to win a copy of Robin Euclid's new book, Thin From Within, which she was just talking about, that is this week's book giveaway. Here's how you can win it. Go to at Mindful Mostly on Instagram. Tag a friend in the contest post and subscribe to the podcast. That's right. Subscribe to the podcast, tag a friend, go to the Insta at Mindful Mostly, and that's it. Uh, shout out, by the way, to at Raylene Turner, who won last week's book, Moon Spells, by Diane Alquist, by doing exactly what I just told you to go and do. So it works. Next week's episode, oof, we are going to be talking about how to get yourself in a prosperous mindset. So just people are going to start throwing money and boyfriends at you. That is next week on the Mindful Mostly podcast. We'll talk to you then.